This is a podcast about Vancouver, our community, our culture, our quirks, and all the colors that combine to make our city of glass. My name's Mo Amir, and I'll be your host. This is Van Color. Sherlock Knives is it, so I'll hurry up on it. This is Van Color. Dating is hard. There's just so much riffraff out there that it's almost a rite of passage to endure a disaster date and be left wondering, what am I doing wrong? Is it me? Today on the launch episode of This Is Van Color, I'm sitting with a pair of BFFs, seasoned, albeit sprightly veterans on the battlefield of romance, Megan Edwards and Janet Reynolds, also known as The Undateables. Mm -hmm. And they are telling you the ladies of Vancouver, in the very title of their debut book, Girl, It's Not You, It's Definitely Him. Ladies, thank you for flaking on your Tinder dates to be here with us. <laughs> More than welcome. No problem, yes. <laughs> Swipes come and go, right? Swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> yeah, they it's do. life. Um, right off the bat, and I have to get this out of the way, I'm looking at two attractive, well-put-together, intelligent, clearly articulate women Megan, you're a prominent media personality in Vancouver. Janet, you're a professional in the healthcare sector. You both work with people. You have your affairs in order. So why are you two the undateables? Because from my vantage point, you seem very much dateable. Well, Janet, why don't you start this one off? <laughs> well, yeah, ironically, I actually, during this whole book writing process, I actually met a, a gentleman caller that has turned out to kind of blow all of the stories out of the water so you know it's been in a good way in a okay. good way in a good way um he's done none of the things that any of the guys have done in the book so um maybe writing the book was like my sign to have somebody come into my life but before that i think being undateable was i didn't think really there was anything that i was doing wrong i mean you're right i think like looks wise i'm pretty Deece? Just say you're hot. Well, you know. <laughs> Come on. Um, smoking. Okay, fine. Okay. Just, um, and yeah, I have a good career and, you know, financially somewhat stable. Um, and I don't know. I guess it's just, we. it was, you. But we were. Going, I was going on these dates and I was just like, I can't believe that kind of men treat women like this and are disrespectful and not who they say they are. And so it was becoming sort of a bit of a game for me anyway and then you know it would start to like affect my self-esteem and I would be questioning what was wrong with me and and after a while it just became like the whole dating thing I just would go off for a while and then you know it becomes like an obsession and you go back on after a few months and you're on for 24 hours and then you're like this sucks why am I doing this so right um and with me I actually had during the writing process, I dated two guys. At the same time? No, not at the okay. same time. Because <laughs> that's really dateable. That is like so dateable. Juggle yeah. two guys, yeah. No, I dated one guy, didn't work out, and then I like immediately went into another relationship. Probably a mistake, but I did. So I, I dated two guys during the whole process of this of writing the book, and I actually was complete opposite of Janet. I actually realized that 
neither of them were what I wanted or needed, and it was probably a mistake to, to date at least one of them. Definitely was a mistake. <laughs> um, and it just maybe this process really taught me that you know I, I always knew I what I deserve and that I deserve a, a man that treats me the way I want to be treated. Right. But I really felt like writing this, I was like, no, like I I don't deserve this anymore. Like, and I I kind of decided um, to break up with this person and um and i've almost chosen at this point to be single for a while and i think i need to do that fair enough yeah, yeah. so the indatable moniker is a little more like self-deprecating it ironic is. Type and thing, i, I right? think like, for a while we were like we are having so many terrible dates we just feel like we're undateable yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think um you know anyone who has been single for a long period of time or has gone through a series of bad dates can does wonder, you know, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. You're always putting it on yourself. And sometimes yeah. it's just you haven't met the right yeah. people or person. And it's crazy. Like, I don't have anything growing out of my head. You know? well, well, besides that thing that was <laughs> yeah. there last well, night. You hide it very yeah. well. <laughs> I part my hair. <laughs> I think that it's it's kind of time that we stop saying, what what's wrong with me? And being like, you know what? What's wrong with them? They, they don't maybe they don't do it for me. Like we, I think sure. a lot of people blame it on themselves and be, and instead of sit there and think, you know, is this the person that I want? Do I think this is the right person to have in my life? Um, instead of kind of putting it on themselves, I think people need to, you know, switch it up. Yeah, mm -hmm. fair enough. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate both of you clarifying that. And one of the reasons that I have reservations about categorizing either of you as undateable is because making friends as an adult is quite a challenge like unless it's people you work with or it's friends of friends it can be just as hard as dating mm -hmm. and here you are you guys met in like a really random way totally as random yeah yeah we met um yeah we met on the set of uh, first dates canada which is filmed here in vancouver and um randomly a friend of mine came and i i don't i've never done an on-camera interview or anything so my friend came with me and so this is the audition yeah okay, this, this is, is like audition. Yeah, the audition you, gir you girls weren't paired together on no the <laughs> just to just to clarify no no we, we like penises <laughs> yeah um <laughs> we uh no my, we, we went into this random room and my, i was hoping my friend was going to sit with me and keep me company and then she was like oh it's really hot in here i'm going to starbucks and i was like oh you're leaving me so i just kind of stood there and i thought well i'll just sit down beside somebody and chat and so i so she picked the hottest girl in the room right and i sat like, with her and then i was like oh she's not friendly and so then i, went, I like Megan. that strategy that's a good one yeah <laughs> and then we just started chatting and i've done auditions since i was probably 10 years old so sure. it was like same old same old to me but janet didn't know she was we were signing you know the contract um, yeah all this stuff and and she was like, what does this mean when I sign this? And I was like, it means you're basically signing your life away and they can do what they want with the footage of, of the show. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds this. like a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Um, you, you each made a friend from life out of reality TV. But how did the yeah. actual date on First Dates Canada go? Well, mine was actually really fun. It was probably one of the funner dates I've been on. Okay. Um, well, I was super nervous until we kind of sat down and started bantering back and forth and then it just became like a fun date or a fun chat with a guy that was really funny and it was pretty comedic and it it ended up being a really fun experience and cool. you know he wasn't really my type sort of physically and I think um we were just kind of on in different places we were looking for different things and that sort of thing I think he's looking for something very different you never know <laughs> and uh so and just and just to clarify so first dates Canada is a show 
where you are you are basically on a blind date. Blind you meet date. each other at the restaurant. Yep. You know nothing about them. You I didn't even know my date's them. name. No. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like you, you've never seen them before ever. Like that part of it is true. People are like, oh, reality TV, it's not real. That is real. Like yeah. we did. I never met this guy. Yeah. Ever. No. And uh, afterwards, you know, we had a really fun time, and I think it was a really fun experience. And what came out of it is this random friendship, and mm-hmm. and now a book, and. You know, lots of really good stories and memories. And yeah. My date was... Actually, when I watched it back, I thought my date, Jeff, he seemed a little bit, like, super pushy um, on camera. But in real life, I didn't actually find him like that. I found him to be... Um, maybe more comfortable because yes I've been on camera lots in my life but I've never done a blind date and I've never done a blind date on camera like you can see the cameras when I'm sitting down having dinner with him I could see cameras like right. in the yeah. corner you know um, and it was intimidating and I felt like when I got there he was like hey I ordered an old fashioned do you want an old fashioned I was like you're damn right I do <laughs> probably had too many old fashions but you know if I recall the episode yeah you really took the edge off they, we did I mean the whole shot thing I mean that was not completely true um we did like one shot okay and somebody from the they put room, that on repeat yeah they yeah. put it on times. Like, um, why does it look like i'm doing the same yeah. way every time every single time um somebody sent it over to us and said and then he said to me oh we talked about this and said whoever has the hottest date is going to get sent a shot and i was like oh <laughs> so anyway he was really he made me feel at ease and he was um he fe- I felt like he was someone I could joke around with and kind of like put in his place a little bit, but he'd, he'd get it. Right. So we we had a good time. We went on a date the next night, too. Actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but then I was just like, this is not really for me or anything like that. Fizzled so. out afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Promoted. Well, so I was actually also a feature date on yeah, First Dates Canada. on my show. I, I was <laughs> the concurrent feature date yeah. with, with Janet. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully, my segment was cut. All, all my rehearsed dad jokes did not <laughs> oh, make the air. Damn. I was there was a bit of relief in that, but yeah. I'll admit, like I went into it like a total hopeless romantic. Like I was like, yes, what a cool story to tell my grandkids yeah. about yeah. how how I met their grandma, <laughs> and. Um, but then I was on the date, and you're right. When you have all those cameras, you're like, "Oh, this is a TV show. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. not like a normal date." Yeah, no. Um, but nevertheless, good things come out of it. And here you two are. You you yeah. met each other. You we wrote met a book. up with you again. That, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny, actually. I did some Snapchats the night before, and I my Snapchats were like. You know, um, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I'm so excited to see. You never know. Maybe this will be the man of my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It turns out, actually, the guy I just recently went out with, he saw me on TV, and that's how I started dating him. Really? He saw me on First Dates Canada. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Raising that profile. Yeah. Raising that profile. Yeah. But it was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Now let's get let's talk about the book. Um, there's a wide spectrum of books on dating. There's advice. There's cheesy rom coms. There's autobiographies. Is this book more self help or is it more memoir or maybe a hybrid? Um, I wouldn't say it's self help per se. It's more um, our stories and we've made them humorous. We want people to laugh at kind of the crap that's happened to us we want even though it was horrible at the time we want people to sit there and laugh at it and then it kind of turns into self-help because it makes you feel a little bit better about like oh okay like it's not just me everyone goes through these horrible dating moments and that sort of thing i think um initially it was just like supposed to be just funny and but i think it's turned into self-help for maybe both of us okay and other people too because i have had people been like wow like i didn't realize so many people had these 
issues. So many women have these issues going on dates. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, yeah, it became like a almost probably therapeutic for us. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely, um, I think, brought our friendship closer going through the process because Megan and I are very different in some ways as to how we work and, you know, our, you know, things that just, I guess, our personalities in certain ways. So it definitely tested us. But I think if anything, you know, made us work harder because we both wanted it so badly and um you know we got to meet up with friends that we hadn't been together with for a while and drink wine and do interviews and you know learn that hey you know they've been on really bad dates too and so it became sort of therapeutic and then we had a lot of feedback from women that have read the book saying like this is really good you know we didn't want to make it a men bashing book or like anything like that we wanted to make it fun funny we put lessons learned in as a way to kind of you know brighten it up at the end and say hey like it's a little bit of a joke at the end and um and then we put in a few good stories as well some some friends of ours that have gone through bad experiences but then ended up meeting the one mm-hmm. and um it became you know it just was like kind of a labor of love and you know it's it's been exciting mm-hmm. that's so awesome so so for meeting on first states canada at the auditions like what at what point did you guys decide okay we're going to write this book and we're going to share these stories and we're going to put that out there and probably bring in a other dr- people. probably a drunken night yeah no like <laughs> it I, wasn't like at the audition right? no no okay. i had had so many bad dates leading up to that audition and i remember just starting to write them down because they were so unbelievably bad gotcha. and it was yeah. like one after the other after the other and so jana and i met we started hanging out and i think it was kind of like it was early in 2017 and I was like, like, why don't you write this with me? Because it's not as fun writing it by myself. And Janet had great stories too, and Janet's really funny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's like Aww. combine. Well, sometimes That's don't nice. don't let that get to your head. Yeah. So I was just like, let's do this together. It'd be way more fun sure. than than sitting there and writing it myself. Like I have so many voice recordings of my dates. Like right after mm-hmm. I did them, I'd voice record it. But that was not. It wasn't fun. Yeah, I've had a couple of friends over the years, close friends, and mm-hmm. after a day, they'd be like, how did it go? And I'd say, oh, yeah, I can't believe he wanted to take his <laughs> pictures of his wiener. And I'm like, I don't know. He got drunk and he fell over and like all this kind of... And she, they were like, you need to write a blog. Like, you need to write this down. This is crazy. They just couldn't believe what I was going through. Sure. And, you know, it was just disastrous. So it just kind of worked out that... And were you writing it down prior to the book or was it sort of Megan that... No, it was solidified in my brain. These dates were just like... <laughs> when. So when we started writing, I was like, yes, this one, yes. Oh my God, yes. And as I started thinking about the dates, they were writing them down. It was just like, yeah, I almost remembered like details and... Everything. It's ingrained. Yeah. And pretty amazing turnaround. Like you're saying early 2017, mm-hmm. we're mid 2018, the book's out. Like that's mm-hmm. that's quite fast to... It is. And I think uh, somebody told me about this uh, meeting that it was called a mingle and the self-publishing agency was putting it on. And basically it was how to self-publish your book. Okay. Because I mean, we were writing the book, but we were, we were like, we don't know what to do. We're halfway through. What do you, where do you go next? Like, what do you do? Yeah. The Van City Business Babes put it on. They put it on. Oh, cool. So the Megan from the self-publishing agency spoke. I got her details and the next day I emailed her. I, I looked at this the other day, actually. Um, I think a week later we met up with her and less than a year later we um, had our launch party wow. for the book. Yeah, it was May. It I was think. fast. She gave us like deadlines and introduced us to editors, uh, book designers, like cover designers. So it was so fast. That's so, amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, if anybody wants to do it and has no idea where they're going, um, having the self-publishing agency helped us so much with mm-hmm. that. 
Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm just, I'm very impressed. Like a, a year front, yeah. uh, start to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I mean, usually you think maybe a year for like your first draft or something. Yeah, you would think. We went through a lot of wine. A lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. We had some issues at the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> Does wine get like a thank you in the book? Like thank you. there is, yeah, there's, there's a lot of wine mentioned. There is something. The, the wine is mentioned at the end when yeah. we thank people. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm obviously not the target market of your book. Although I think that you know even a basic bro like me could get some value and entertainment Brethren, out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do love when anyone just sort of puts themselves out there in a passion project. And when it comes to dating, and and this book extends to hooking up as well, it's a very personal subject matter to share your experience and to put it out there in the universe. So is there anything in there that you're worried about um, your family reading or perhaps future or or current suitors reading? Um, No. I... (laughs) At first, I said to my mom, dad, my grandma, and sister, they're probably, you know, my main supporters. And sure. I was like, oh, I don't think I want you guys to read these, even <laughs> though the names are changed. So they can't actually, they don't actually know which stories are mine. Thankfully. You know, they could probably oh, guess. Even, so even your own it's stories all, are yeah. Oh, yeah. We okay. made it all in all. Initially, when we started writing it, we had like our names in it. And then yeah. I was like, like if my dad reads that Janet <laughs> Janet mentioned keeping it anonymous and at first I didn't want to mm-hmm. and now I'm glad that yeah. we did um so I said to my mom dad grandma sister I was like please don't read it you know there's sex in it and stuff like that that's weird <laughs> right. and then they're like Megan we're reading it we don't care you're an 32 years old you're an adult like it doesn't matter to us so they all read it and one day my dad sent like a screenshot of one of his favorite stories and I was like Shit, that's my story. Oh my god! But he doesn't know. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you're my like, dad yeah, that one's that. so funny. Um, as for future suitors, like, I just want to be honest with any future relationship I have and be like, yeah, some of this happened to me, and if you want to read it, go ahead. If you want to talk about it after, we can. If mm-hmm. you don't, that's cool too. But for sure, yeah. I've had my past just like you've had your past. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and my boyfriend is has been like amazingly supportive of the whole project. Like cool. he came to the book launch. You know, he's helped us like offered to help us drop books off he sold some to his friends okay, he's totally nice. plugging it so he's, he's been selling it to the basic bros yeah too. totally okay. yeah absolutely and he's he's read i'm pretty sure he's read it or he's read some of it and he's he's just like absolutely shocked at what some of like women have gone through and the way yeah. that they've been treated and things that have happened so yeah so he's uh he's been super supportive and i think it is good to be honest that you know we've been through these these things and we don't want to go through them again and um you know this was if anything this was like hard hard work like we put our heart and souls into this and if anything we'd want guys to be like wow that's amazing that you did that you know not mm-hmm. hey this story i can't believe you wrote that or <laughs> but yeah i mean my parents read it and my mom texted me and she, she was like your dad loved it and i was like oh my god oh, great and, and certainly I, I don't think most people would be like i can't believe you wrote that but it, you're still you know it's vulnerable to, yeah. to put out personal stories mm-hmm. and, uh, once yeah. i once i actually had the book there and i actually had somebody come into my work who I wrote a story about. Okay. And I was just like, in that moment, I was like, oh God, I hope he doesn't ask to read the book (laughs) or ask me anything about the book. And then I thought, you know what? If he does and he says anything about it, I'll be like, listen, you know what? This is how I felt about that situation. And um, you kind of ghosted me afterwards anyway. So, you know, why not talk about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He never ended up asking or anything like that. But I want to just screenshot it and just send it to him. (laughs) Like, read this. Yeah. Well, I feel it would, it would probably come through the grapevine at some point. Someday right? it will, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he'll know. Would you girls ever consider doing an audiobook version? I, I know on YouTube you've done a few like story times and, and mm-hmm. that type of thing. 
Yeah, um, we've actually looked at doing an audiobook. It's just more... If we can come into here and do it for free, <laughs> then yes, because it is pricey to do an audio yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, we really, yeah. I think it, the only reason we haven't really is just you know costs and that sort of thing. But I have had a few people say um, we want an audiobook. That'd be a great idea. I love audiobooks. Mm-hmm. It's great to listen to on the Sky Train mm-hmm. on the way home. Absolutely. Um, Who wouldn't want to hear these voices? I know. I was right? just thinking. You know, <laughs> sexy. We've been in here for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dig this. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the only thing that's stopped. Yeah, it's yeah. and we've we've really been like grinding to get the book out there too. So it's been pretty busy in that sense. But when we've kind of got into as many stores as we can, we're definitely looking at other opportunities to mm-hmm. have it out there. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, something to look forward to, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I want to change gears here just for a second. Um, I've lived in the city basically my whole life. Uh, Megan. You're a transplant to Vancouver. I a, am. A Vance plant, if you will. A Vance plant? I've never heard of that. <laughs> Janet, you uh, you grew up in BC. Yeah. Uh, lived in England. I did. For a part of your childhood, and yep. then came back. and Jolly old. Jolly old England. <laughs> and then um, you came, you returned to Metro Vancouver mm-hmm. after high school? Yeah. Um, so after high school, I started, um, I moved down here to go to school, actually. So okay. um, yeah, I guess I was about 18, 19 when okay. I came back here and cool. I've been here ever since. So my point is like, we all relate to the city in very different ways, just the mm-hmm. three of us sitting here. And one thing that I'm sure all of us have heard, if not bemoaned ourselves, whether it's true or not, is that Dating in Vancouver sucks. <laughs> um, in 2015, BandMag republished an article um, from a couple years prior called Do Vancouver Men Suck? And the conclusion was, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and last year, the Daily Hive published a piece asking, you know, why is dating so hard in Vancouver? And if you go on to Reddit or do a Google search, you'll see that the internet is just replete with men and women complaining about how terrible the dating scene is here. So it's made me curious as to whether dating just sucks in general and people in Vancouver complain about it more than other people, or is there something inherent about Vancouver that just makes us all shitty people? (laughs) (laughs) That's hard to know because I've heard a lot of bad things about like dating in New York City, for example. I've heard that it's really hard to date in New York City. Hmm. Um, I think it's really hard to date right now in general. I think there's things about Vancouver that make it hard for sure. Um, I've heard there's a lot more women here than there are men. There's a lot of men here that kind of want a few women. But like (laughs) what city does that not happen in? You know, I'm sure in Mm -hmm. Toronto, in Montreal, all the big cities that that happens as well. When I was in Halifax, um, it was hard to date. I always seemed to have a boyfriend, but it still was hard to date. Um, So I don't know. I'd like to I'd the only reason or sorry, the only way I'd be able to really answer that is if I was like in another city for a year or two trying to date, Mm because I really don't know if it's Vancouver or if it's just all cities. Yeah, it's my. um... And this is going to age me. It's my 20-year high school reunion in a couple of weeks. Congratulations. Oh, my God. I actually can't. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of somewhat sane. Um, they're giving away our book, though. Yeah, they're giving oh, away they? our That's book. That's amazing. Yeah. Cool. So um, it's funny because I'm looking at some, on this Facebook group about people that are going. And a lot of the people are, like, married to people that we went to high school with. So they just kind of stayed in the city, right. met somebody that they went to high school with or after high school, met somebody they went to high school with or married with kids. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy to look back and see that those people stayed, you know, and like good for them. They love, you know, where we grew up and they wanted to stay and they got mm-hmm. careers and things like that. But like being away from it and having this 
the last 10 years of like this process of dating and going through everything, I mean, you can't help but think it's like where, you know, this city, the lower mainland and things like that. But, you know, most That's of That's also a small town too, right? Small Cranbrook. town. Most of my friends from Dartmouth, Halifax mm-hmm. are married yeah. right. and have somebody to, I think the smaller cities and towns, it's kind of like expected that you get married. And so people are, have that, more of that mindset when you're in a, a city like Vancouver, it's like, let's have drinks. Let's go out. Let's, let's have careers and not have babies till we're 40. Like mm-hmm. it's a totally different mindset mm-hmm. here. Sure. Um, but what if we, what if we did compare apples to apples, like Vancouver to another city, like not mm-hmm. to a smaller city. Do you think, You've sort of touched on this a little bit, but do you think there is a major difference or? I I do. Like I have friends in Calgary that like another big city that yeah. have, like that have had no issues. But I also hear that Calgary has like three men to every woman, whereas Vancouver's like three oh. women to every man. So there's just for men, there's just a plethora of like vaginas around here. Can I say that on here? Right? You can weird. say whatever okay. you want. Can we swear? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh. So um, really, and, and now I think in the last 10 years, dating apps and like all those things have made it so ridiculously easy for people to meet Mm -hmm. and also for people to have opportunities to you know if you don't like one you go you can date like like five days a week if you want if you want yeah and it just it you it takes away from like sitting down and getting to know that person and having a a discussion and actually like because, you know, you, you can go home at the end of the night and look for someone that's, like, a, a little bit skinnier, a little bit hotter, you know. I do wonder, though, if that's every city, though, because we all have. I guess. So we all have Tinder or yeah. Bumble or whatever right. now. So. One, of the, one of the things that has come up in these articles is that Vancouver is very laid back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they feel that, um, at least the, the article that was very critical of men was saying that, you know, they're very passive and, like, aren't that go-getter-y type right. yeah. personality when it comes to dating or even perhaps their careers. Yeah. And I don't know how true that is, but um, we're definitely more laid back. I mean, if you go mm-hmm. to Toronto, they're uh, way more dressed up downtown yeah. than here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quite casual, and I don't know if that plays an impact into it. or I don't know. I think there's just like... I find the men in the lower mainlander just like really don't want commitment maybe or... Mm-hmm just are Age maybe really career focused and not like I don't I don't know there's been all kinds of that's why Jenna's dating an American yeah. <laughs> oh, you, are. American. you had you had to go yeah. to another country cross-border. to find a guy yeah. cross-border okay. cross-border okay. yeah. Bellingham <laughs> yeah. well I, I mean I don't think there is a definite answer and I'm not even sure if it's a fair criticism of Vancouver I'm personally not one to like rag on my hometown or anything but right. Um, I almost just want to do the Vancouver thing and just blame it on the rain. Just, <laughs> it's depressing. Just like, listen, if you down. were if you were rained on ten months in the year, you'd be pretty shitty. Yeah, too, yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> we all have seasonal affect disorder. Yeah. We don't want to go out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And if we do go out, you gotta like you have to do the grind and you have to go on the seawall. Like, yeah. You to, you're committed to these. Yeah. The, the the to being outside in these few months of sunshine. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> <clears throat> One challenge uh, with dating, I find in general. Uh, not just Vancouver, but um, in general now is that there's there's no rules. And what I mean by that is that five dates to you could mean something completely different to me. And you almost need more open communication to gauge where you're at with someone. Because it's like, yeah, we're dating, but are we just dating? Are we sclusi? Mm-hmm. You know, what is... Sclusi! <laughs> I love this word. That's, how I, that's, that's a cute word. That's how I broach the subject to make it less serious. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay, what you, you want, say to your date? That's what I say. Do you want to go sclusi? <laughs> it hasn't and worked out. And what do they say? <laughs> uh, it hasn't worked out very well, yeah. but, uh, you know, <laughs> crossing my fingers. Sclusi. But... 
but back to the point there, you know, there was a time that regardless of anything else, there was a custom to each meeting and there was this whole ritual of courtship. So if you met someone for the second time or the third time, it kind of held a certain uh, meaning. And mm -hmm. even the antiquated equivalent of going sclusi, which was going steady, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> At that, like, at a certain time, going steady meant, like, you fully intended to marry this person. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, even if we look at 90s sitcoms, there's this trope about, you know, the third date being the sex date. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we're, we are better off now because we have a lot more freedoms to explore relationships at our own pace and according to what we're looking for without the pressures of social construction or conformity. But if we're going to pursue what we want, we kind of have to, like, talk about it a little more. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then that leads to this predicament of like even just broaching the subject makes it kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when do you talk about like what you're looking for? What date do you talk about what you're looking for? Like what when are you sclusi? Is it five? Is it two weeks? Is it five days? Is it after penetration? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is definitely different, I think, for everybody. And I think um and it's hard for people to do this, but I think as you get older, you're just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. Like, I want, this is what I want, and I'm gonna say this to you right now. I'm looking for this, this, and this, and if you don't fit this or you don't want this, let me know now yeah. so we don't waste time yeah. together. But people are scared to do that because they're scared they're gonna scare that person off. Totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just think if you're gonna scare them off, then that means they don't want what you want. Mm -hmm. yeah. So peace like bye yeah um but i think honestly it's hard to be honest but we just have to just be honest yeah yeah and open and yeah. and, and vulnerable and, mm -hmm. and, and vulnerable be willing to you know accept what the other person's gonna say there's yeah. so much yeah trying to please the other person or trying to be cool for them yeah and i think like, you deserve <laughs> you deserve to get what you want out of a relationship both of you so i think i don't think there's anything wrong with laying out on the table like hey yeah you know, maybe not on the first date, but like yeah, after a couple dates, yeah, I'm sick of bullshitting around, you guys. <laughs> like I just I'm That's when so I East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> when I decide I want to go uh, and date again, I'm gonna just be straight up because like I'm not really interested in going to the Roxy and being like, hey, let's go home together. Megan's gonna have a PowerPoint like, presentation. Yeah, really. Like some diagrams. Like, this is what maybe. I want. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want it, then off you go. Yeah. I think just bust that out on the first date, and it's maybe, not it's yeah. not that I want it from you, but this is just what I want. Mm -hmm. Right, so everyone knows right from the jump. This is what I'm looking for in general. This is, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it won't work out after a couple of days, and that's fine. Yeah, but this is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I'm gonna have to do that. Do, do you think that our generation? I, I don't know if we actually fall into millennials or whatever. We do. It is. We do. Okay, mm. good. I feel like I'm older than you guys. I, I think you're. Know. I don't think you're a millennial anymore. I think Thanks. it goes up to 35. Right. Okay. So we're like the elder millennials yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The more polite millennials. I'm a senior millennial. <laughs> just snuck in a there. Do I get discounts? <laughs> um, no, you just have to buy more avocado <laughs> yeah. toast. Yeah. Um, no, but it, like this is almost a millennial thing. And like, are we dating pioneers in a sense where we've just tossed aside rules and conventions and customs and just being like, we're going to figure it out on our own and also figure out how to be vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like we have because they're, I mean, my mom is shocked sometimes when I tell her the stuff that happens on dates or mm -hmm. the expectations or whatever. She's like, really? That's what happens? Yeah. I'm like, we can literally do whatever we want. I mean, it's so open now. People, some people have 
a couple boyfriends or girlfriends and everybody knows about it you know it's not mm. it's not a secret people just have unconventional relationships now which is an amazing thing but it makes it a bit confusing when you are when you are in the dating game for sure sure yeah. it's um just to interject is a polyamory polyamory is that really that popular like i hear people talking about it but i've never met someone that says they they subscribe to that or <laughs> I noticed back on the back in the day when I was on Tinder or Bumble that there's like a lot of like men that are into like polyamorous relationships. Right. I had to like Google like there's all kinds of stuff on there. Is that something they have or they're striving for? That would be because there's a difference, right? Yeah, I don't know. I are there a lot of women that are into that? I've never know? heard a woman talk, talk about being in a polyamorous relationship. Certainly, like yeah, I don't know, casual, like, but not yeah. this idea of like I want. Five boyfriends. Or... I've read articles about it that, you know, there's this couple and then she has another boyfriend, he has another girlfriend, and then they all are, like, together as well. Like, I don't – but I've never – have I met someone like that? Probably. Yeah, I, I'm, I've, yeah. Pro I've met a couple of people that are kind of into sort of unconventional relationships like that. Sort yeah. Of put your keys in the basket when you go to the party. That's called a swinger's yeah. party. <laughs> That's different. That's not a relationship. I fell for that. You know, I thought it was just a little game we were playing. <laughs> well, it's definitely come to like the forefront now. Like you hear that a lot more and I just, I just haven't met anyone that has or no. I don't know how popular it really is but mm -hmm. I've heard that it is people advertise that on dating sites. And yeah, and now there's all these different like <clears throat> um, words that I've like, like, like pan, Poly polyamorous and like pansexual and all this kind of stuff and I was, I'm like hey Google I actually don't know what Urban Dictionary yeah I'm yeah. not sh so you know I, I within the last couple of years there's been all the you know people are people are living how they want to live totally it's relationship great. wise you know and and good for them if like they're happy then that's great but really I would just like one man yeah <laughs> and sometimes we can go out and have some fun together yeah. <laughs> with maybe another person but not on a reg base yeah. right yeah yeah it's, yeah it's just there's like you know, I mean, there's trust issues and all kinds of stuff. And if you're okay with, like, having your man go out and be with other people, then you have really good trust. So, I don't know. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. Um, going back to this idea of rules, um, one rule that always seems to come up, and it's it's been brought up in First Dates Canada quite a bit, is this idea of who pays for the first date. Mm -hmm. So, we've, yeah. we've sort of all agreed that you know there are no more rules anymore but this one still seems to stick around yeah it's great so what what's your take on who pays for the first date uh, this one is so it's so difficult because like i've had and i've had people like fight me about this too <laughs> like physically like, well not because i slam them into the ground <laughs> oh wow <they> regret <laughs> that <laughs> no but like um not if she had her nails done yeah i do it yeah. lightly <laughs> i just scratch um no it, like if I ask somebody out on a date, mm -hmm. I would then offer to pay for the date. But I've always had guys just be like, no, 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 I'll pay for it. They they always offer. I've never had a guy not offer to pay for the first date ever. Mm -hmm. um, so and so I don't know where that 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 falls. I think it's if a guy said, mm, yeah, you can pay for, for the first date, I probably would be turned off. Mm -hmm. And there was someone on First Dates Canada and she said, you know what? Women put a lot into these dates. We get our hair done, our makeup done, our nails done. We buy new clothes. We get a tan. We do all this stuff. And it just, guys do that. Guys put effort. We shave. In. Yeah, we shave. But well, they don't not put everybody. that much effort in. And um, she was like, it would be nice if you if you paid for the date. Mm -hmm. um, 
but you know it's hard because um, a lot of people who are feminists would be like you shouldn't have rely yeah. on a guy to pay for your date there's a one of the stories in the book that was actually mine I went on a date and it was horrific and the guy had asked me out and um you know it was just a, it was a terrible day and at the end of it he actually like told me to the cent what i owed for the bill really yeah and wow. then and then i had to leave um the tip as well and then he asked me out again which was super weird and then i've been on another date where the guy got completely like shit faced drinking like double crown and cokes <laughs> he was so drunk i had one glass of wine okay. the bill came to over a hundred dollars and he was so drunk that he punched his pin in wrong like three times and got locked out and I had to pay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had to drive him home. The story's in the book. That it's sounds like a great day. Read the book. Yeah. You got a ride home? Yeah. Free booze? Totally. Yeah, it was great. He fell asleep in the car. I had to wake him up. It was oh awful. Well, Mo, what do you think? Yeah. As a guy. As a like, guy. Do you pay you... on the first date? Uh, I always pay on the first date. That's just the way I was oh, raised. I like you already. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, and it's hard, right? Because I, I do want to live in like an egalitarian society and mm -hmm. all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think the way I think about it is um, if you're asking someone out on a date, you're almost making this like offering of like, yes. let me show you a good time. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> if you're doing that, you're probably picking what you're doing in terms of is it a lunch? Is it a dinner? Is it drinks? Yes. Yeah. Um, is it just a walk on the seawall? So you're kind of picking the activity. Um, and you're and if you're picking the activity, if it's dinner, you're picking the restaurant as mm -hmm. well. Right. So. I think there's an obligation at that point if you've sort of decided upon everything yeah. for a first date to, mm -hmm. to pay for it. Um, my dad's pretty, like, socially conservative, old school, so he would, like, be in that camp of, like, you always pay for the dates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's probably where I just would always do that from. But the more I think about it, I, I think it just makes sense that if you come up with the idea, yeah. mm -hmm. it's really hard to give the bill to someone else yeah, yeah. when yeah. i was really young um when i was i think i was 17 or 18 and i took my boyfriend out for his birthday mm -hmm. and my dad at home he was like um here i'll just give you a little bit extra money because you have to pay for this like because i wasn't making money then i was in high school still sure he was like you need to pay for this because it's his birthday and it's like you're taking him on the date you mm -hmm. make sure you have mm -hmm. enough money to pay so my dad has always kind of taught me that it's like you know yeah. Both of you can yeah. do it. He can pay. You can pay sometimes. One time I went on a girl date and I was like, I don't know who pays. Like, <laughs> I like who pays here? Who's more manly? Like, Splitsies. we're both like. So we actually just split, split it. it. I yeah. paid for like one set of drinks. She paid for another one. Like it was like, yeah. And like now my boyfriend paid on the first date because he mm. asked me out. And now that we're like seven months into the relationship, we just kind of, you know, he'll pay one time or like I'll pick up groceries and make us dinner and whatever. Yeah. And it, you know, it works out. Like he, he takes me out on dates still. And like- Once you're in a relationship, yeah. it's pretty 50-50. Yeah. And, and you, both, you figure out a system. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. But, but certainly on the first day, and there's, you're right, there's people that get really uppity about this. Of like, no, the man always has to pay or no, he shouldn't have to pay. Yeah. It's, it's hard because I totally would always offer and I would never go on a date unless I had the money to pay for it just mm -hmm. in case. But like I, yeah, I would still I'm be kind of a turn school. off if yeah. he didn't pay. Does your dad still give you money as like a dating slush fund? <laughs> no, no, I wish he did though. I wish it was still Megan like would when say I was she 17. was going on a date every week just yeah. to get that. Dad, <laughs> going on another date. Really, you're going again, Megan? <laughs> so we've we've touched on a few things that we you've griped about men a little bit. Um, if you could wish for one thing. Um, that men in this city would just stop doing because they do it so commonly, what would that one thing be? Lying. 
Why? Just in general. Just like just stop being a liar and just stop. Just just be honest. Just if you, if you want something or if you're doing something and someone catches you on it, just tell the truth. Right. Like just stop lying because we're smarter than you. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Wow. Enough that, said right there. Whew, Enough emphatic. Said. I'm sweating a little bit after that. <laughs> Janet, how about you? Um, <laughs> Can you top that? Something no, I, how do you follow that? Um, such passion. Um, I guess mine would probably be similar. Like, I find, I find that there's just a lot of disrespect for men mm. towards women. I had somebody this morning, like, I was driving from Tim Hortons, and some guy was like, woo, woo, on the thing. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. But um, he was also picking cigarette butts up off the ground, so I don't know. Not my type, but um, I just think, you know, I love it when a man treats me with respect. I'm like, mm. I think that all ties in with to being lied to. I want, I want the man to be who they are, be upfront, and be yourself, be confident. Confidence is huge. And I think it's like, yeah, I don't know. I guess those would be things for me. Like, be 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 yourself and be confident. And that comes with, like, tell us what you want. Tell us what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, don't play games. Right. All that kind of thing. Like, the last guy I with just seemed to me that he just said what he thought I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And that isn't mm-hmm. exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And so in the end, it ended up he was unhappy, too, because he wasn't getting what he course, wanted. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just who cares what I want to hear? Just mm-hmm. tell me in the beginning, be honest with what you want. And mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't match, we won't be together. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Right. Yeah. You know? It's been, it's, it's so nice and to have like a man message you after the first date and say, Hey, I had a really good time. When can I see you again? Yeah. Or, you know, bitch, planning. I hated you. You were the worst. <laughs> I never want to see you yeah. again. Like don't you want ghost an honesty. us. <laughs> Just you want tell an honesty. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's, it's nice to be treated that way. Cause that's like, that's what, I, you know, it's such an attractive quality. And like, to plan the next date or to ask you what your week looks like so sure. they can pre-plan time with you and you know all of the all things that I'm sure you do Mo yeah. oh, sure thank you do all you. I try I try my best yeah. it's uh you can get forgetful sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah. I think as long as the intent's there yeah totally right? and if you like the person enough you'll just do it yeah mm-hmm. I think it'll so just come it'll come naturally, naturally absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. or yeah. your dad will tell you he will yeah. talk <laughs> we have some straight. good dads don't <laughs> yeah. they help us out in this dating world absolutely um, it's just funny that like the gut reaction for that question was like Stop lying and stop being disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, stop sending which, us pictures of your dick. Oh wait. I'm glad you brought that up because I did a little research uh, this on weekend dick on dick pics. <laughs> I hope you're dead. Yeah. Hope not, nobody, nobody's going on your computer into your search. No, engine. no, no. This isn't, and it's not actually on dick pics. It's uh, I asked the same question to some people over the weekend, like some friends. Right. And the consensus amongst women was basically dick pics. Like, and it's it's just interesting to think that. So many women are carrying around this like museum of dick pics or mm-hmm. this archive of unsolicited, unwarranted dick, dick pics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that I, I mean, when I say I asked a ton of women, I asked three, and they all they all said dick pics. Like they were all just like, yeah, that's the worst thing. That's worse than they still don't understand it. They can understand why people would lie. Yeah. But they can't understand why. Yeah, well, sometimes they just pop then. up. Like, you're like, oh, I got a message. Open it, and it's a dick. Yeah. Like, I don't want a picture of your dick. <laughs> I don't right. I don't want it. I don't want a picture of your dick. Um, But, like, yeah, I, I very rarely or, like, unless I was with the guy for a long time, would send him any sort of picture of myself. Because mm-hmm. you'd break the screen of their phone. No, they'd be pumped and jumping for joy <laughs> that they got a picture <laughs> that no other guy has. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like 
sometimes it just comes on your phone. Like they just that sounded really disgusting. That did sound right. <laughs> I yeah, I hopefully was not on your phone like directly. <laughs> I recently um, was chatting with a girl from work who was talking about a bad date, and she said. After she'd met him on Tinder, they started exchanging numbers. And as soon as he got her number, first thing he sent her was a video of him masturbating. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's so weird how that's so common because I don't think there was a time when people were like, Sketching a photo of their dick <laughs> and like sending it, it in or the mail. took a picture and got it developed at Walmart right. and then <laughs> gave it to you. Yeah, yeah. Polaroid. I don't. I don't. Real. I really don't know why. Why people think that's cool, especially at the beginning. Like, if you're in a long distance relationship and you haven't seen each other in a while, cool. Like, I get it. But you're together. Why not send each other? Is pictures? it cool? I don't even think objectively there's anything aesthetically if, think, nice about. Well, no, the dick doesn't look nice. <laughs> like <laughs> just by itself. Like, I don't know. I, I, yeah. Maybe put it beside like a plant or something. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> put it in a nice environment. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some. The other thing is like you can send me a picture of your dick, and if it's like not nice, no offense. That's like I'm. Gonna, I'm probably gonna write you off for the dick pic right away, and okay. she's gonna but show I'm, all of her friends. <laughs> also gonna, yeah, I'm also gonna be like, you need to get that. And it's like at. if you're sending that to me, who the hell else are you sending it to? If we've only been on like one date, mm-hmm. right. or we've only talked once on Tinder, and you're you're sending me a picture of your dick, mm-hmm. like grow up. Yeah, I almost wonder how successful it is because it keeps happening. Like, yeah. some, <laughs> imagine imagine telling. Your grandkids that story about how you met your partner. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Like, Our well, first message was so romantic. <laughs> like, he was have... just completely honest with yeah. me yeah. in terms of what he was packing and yeah. what he was looking for. <laughs> I don't know. Is this like an age thing too? I'm I'm really hoping that you know if I'm still single at 35, I'm not getting pictures of dicks sent to me. I'm hoping that the men have grown up a little bit and realize that that's not But cool. if it's the same men, like, the, yeah. in the same generation, then yeah. maybe yeah. not. I don't know. I hope they grow like, up. Like, do women send vagina pictures to you? Like, <laughs> Sadly, no. It's, uh... Ladies a, out there. There's a and... lack of it in my, in my phone. Can you imagine but... getting a vagina picture? <laughs> that's so random. Just a weird close-up. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um, changing it around. Okay, well, we've talked about what... <laughs> Genitals. What, yeah, we're talking about <laughs> genitals. We talked about what men should stop doing. Yeah. Um, not so much what women should stop doing, but if there was a, one piece of advice they could give to women, what would that be? I think um, dress for your body. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say um, once you once he treats you badly, mm-hmm. get rid of him and don't go back. Because I feel like that's something, and I'm guilty of it too. Um, you you dump somebody, and then you get the feelings later on, like, oh, maybe it wasn't that bad, or maybe I should have given him another chance, or whatever. If you get that gut feeling like somebody is not treating you the way you want to be treated, or they're lying to you, or they've done something that you don't deserve, get rid and know you deserve better, and know that it's okay to be alone for a while, mm-hmm. if that, you know, because you might be. Um, but know that that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and stick with your stick with your guns. Stick with what you decided. Yeah, I think I think to women, I know that you know women have self esteem issues and they feel like maybe they don't deserve certain things. I've gone through all of those feelings and you know in my life and um, through different periods of my life. And I think really just be just know that you deserve to be treated amazingly and you deserve to find someone that's amazing to you and you don't deserve to be lied to cheated on you know abused all of those things and I think just be true to yourself and I think one of the things I mentioned or we mentioned in the book I'm not sure where it was written is to 
work on loving yourself first and loving mm-hmm. who you are, being in a good place mentally, being happy with who you are, and then put yourself out there. Because I think if you're not, the relationship's going to fail. There's going to be issues. You're gonna. It's going to be harder on you if you're not in a place where you're confident with who you are. You should go in and be like, I'm. A, I'm amazing. I've got like a ton to offer and. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, you know, I'm going to put my best foot forward and be and myself. Go into it thinking, no, will he like me? Will I like him? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that mm-hmm. should be more important. But we, we tend to go in there thinking, oh, I hope he likes me. I hope I'm pretty enough. I hope I'm this. <laughs> Instead, it should be like, I hope I like him. I hope I'm attracted to him. And mm-hmm. I hope he is the person I'm looking for. Yeah. Sure. And so, I hope he sees all these amazing things yeah, about absolutely. me that other people see. To go back to your point, I think that's so important in terms of getting yourself right or mm-hmm. what I would say, aligning your chakras mm-hmm. um, to anything, not just relationships, but mm-hmm. even like your professional life or if you have other goals or your family life. Like if you you can't change other people, mm-hmm. but as long as you can sort of work towards being your best self, then you'll yeah. start to attract a lot of these other things. Yeah. In, just in my experience. Mm-hmm. But if you're yeah. if you're not over something that happened in the past or if you're still working on some other things, yeah. it's really hard to be your best self and to yeah. find yeah. that person that, yeah. that you deserve I, or and I mean, the I, job you deserve or yeah. anything else, right? I definitely went through that and I would you know, I would be going on these dates and or being with these guys and my friends like, Why are you dating him? Like and a couple of really close friends that I've been friends with for years have said, You need a guy to see you for what we see mm-hmm. you for. Like, you know, you know, maybe I'm not the hottest girl or maybe I'm not the skinniest girl, but like I'm amazing and my friends see that and I was always down on myself and they're like you somebody will come along that will see you for what we see you for like this amazing person that has a ton to offer and it's on it's true though once you let go and and learn to love yourself or or you just like let go of it yeah Yeah. it usually comes to you Mm -hmm. I have like this is a stupid example but I like it um at my friend's birthday just a couple months ago I um I went out we all went to the Roxy actually but like I went out and I was like I don't care I don't care if there's no guys here or whatever I'm just gonna go and have fun I put on these stupid happy birthday glasses they were huge and I started dancing like an idiot and I didn't care she dances with (laughs) no glasses or glasses well it wasn't the glasses (laughs) that made it idiotic okay I just I looked like an idiot I was just dancing around and I didn't I didn't give a You're shit. You're having a good time. And a guy came up, a great looking guy came up to me and he was like, hey, let's hang out kind of thing. And it's almost like once I just let it go and I just didn't give a shit who thought what about me, like I attracted somebody. Sure. Yeah. And I really think people It was also need like a that. Monday night and there were about 10 people in there. So there wasn't a lot of people. But we, <laughs> but we actually, a couple of girlfriends and I were standing on the sidelines watching and one girl goes, those glasses have changed, Megan. Nice. <laughs> nice. You should wear it them all the so, time. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, love that. Um, very profound advice, I would say, actually, for, oh, for the women of Vancouver. I think that's really cool. Um, if I could uh, give women a piece of advice, if I could mansplain something to the ladies I love of your Vancouver. Lingo. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, I'm not actually going to mansplain anything. I'm just joking. But one thing I don't like, and which, which I think a lot of girls do like, it. I hate coffee dates. They're so stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, why are two adults sitting inside, burning their tongues on hot chocolate and hot bean broth, <laughs> like in the middle of the day in the I summer? I love a good hot chocolate. Like, I, but but girls are yeah. like, and maybe it's a vetting process, and I can I understand that aspect of it, but I just think we should stop. But this is advice so to what, men and women. What stop do you with, do? Um, 
a meal, like lunch, dinner. Mm-hmm. I think even drinks is better. Yeah. There's something about a coffee date that makes it feel like such a bottled yeah. job interview. Interview, yeah. yeah. I don't like coffee dates either because coffee dates can also last forever. Like you can sit in a coffee shop forever. But if you have a meal, it's like, oh, you order and then you wait for it to come to you. Then you eat it. Then, really fast if you have yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're done and you can right. wrap it up. Coffee dates can literally last forever. See, I don't all, like them either. But that's almost counterintuitive because the people I know that like coffee dates, they say it's because there's an easy escape. There's I don't think there is yeah. with a coffee date. I, I kind I of don't. agree with that a little bit. I th- Well, I don't agree with it. I think a lot of people think that a coffee date is a safe one hour. If I don't like them, I can get out of there kind of thing. Um, but there's no end and to also a you're not paying date. a lot of money too it's not an expensive date you know right. sometimes if you go if you're planning on going for a meal I've been duped where I've like gone for a meal with somebody and it's like oh I can't believe this is happening because it's <laughs> longer and then they want to talk and, and I'm like ready to order and you know that's that's like the date with the guy that told me what to pay at the end it's, right. and you know I think a lot of men that are dating are probably like I'm spending like 100, 200, 300 dollars like in every couple of weeks on dates if you're going for meals. So sure. some people are like coffee date, couple of bucks, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying spend a ton of money. I just think. But yeah, I, they are they're boring. I they're agree boring. with you. I don't like coffee dates. I never. I don't think I've been on a coffee date since I was like 24. Honestly. I went on. Yeah, a, yeah I like, got I just on a date it. and we went to Tim Hortons and like he didn't even pay for my coffee. And that's like a dollar fifty nine. For a coffee day. You don't even drink coffee. <laughs> well, I pay for your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that um, after your very profound advice, you can agree with my advice as well. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I can see it. why people do it, but I, go I like... Go for a glass you of know wine. What, Mo, you yeah. go for dinner and drinks. Right? You yeah. drink that wine, Mo. <laughs> you try to work on getting sclusy. Yeah. <laughs> working on it, working on it. Um, online dating. Swipe apps. You girls have experience with it? No, yeah. not a lot. That's no? actually, yeah. That's how I met my boyfriend. Actually. Oh, okay. Randomly. Good, yeah. bad. How do we feel about him? Um, in general, I don't like them. Yeah. Um, everyone says that, and yet everyone is on them. Yeah, I think I've got some friends that have had good luck on them, and obviously, like mine has worked out. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would go on them for a short time, and then I was like, "This is just so like it's the same people on all the apps." On all the dating sites. and My ex-boyfriend. My, yeah. On all the sees apps? It. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's on all the apps. He might have his own app by now. Probably yeah. does. Um, I, yeah, it's I, called Wack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think... Um, it's just one profile. Yeah. <laughs> and people just don't, like... I think it's too much. Too much. It's like, there's so much opportunity. Yeah. People Sometimes people just have a photo up with no write-up. And it's like, okay, so, like, what do you like to do? Sort yeah. of thing. And... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of them. I, if I, if I were doing online dating or what I have done is one where you actually like have a profile and pay for it, and it's a little more I agree serious. With you. Yeah. Match. I think Tinder and, and Bumble can be really good if you don't really know what you're looking for, but you're just kind of just want to mm-hmm. look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to commit to anything. Yeah. Because uh, you can easily delete it. But mm-hmm. um, I would I would agree with you. I think sort of the paid sites would be. Yeah, and it becomes option. almost like an obsession. Like there were nights when I was sitting in bed and I was like swiping left and right and then I was like this is time so time consuming and ridiculous yeah. it's and, such and, a waste of my time and um objectifying both ways mm-hmm. right yeah. because you're giving someone a split second consideration yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not even going through their profile you're yeah. just like looking at the first one and like nope, nope yeah. yeah maybe yeah and I don't um, want people to see me that way like I mean again I can't really say that I don't do it because that's what I what ended up happening with, with my boyfriend and I but mm-hmm. um I just 
Yeah, it it's sounds just... like you're kicking the ladder after you've got to the top. Like, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> you know, I it worked for me, but no one else. But I know, it. I know, because I've had I've had luck with both. So totally, I mean, yeah. but you know, I think mine was kind of a one off, and there are. I'm not saying there's my not friend good met a guy on on like eHarmony, and now they're married. And yeah. I don't do I don't do apps at all. Um, I've I've signed up for all of them. I've signed up for Bumble, Tinder. I think maybe eHarmony ones and plenty of fish ones. But I've literally stayed on them for 24 hours each time. Wow! Just because as soon I'm like, oh, I should just do it like that. I'll be able to meet someone, and then I go on. I'm like, oh, I hate I hate this. It gives me anxiety <laughs> doing the swipe thing, and then sure like. I always think I, I want to meet someone and feel your vibe yeah. rather than look at your picture. Mm-hmm. So I literally have signed up for them and gotten rid of them pretty much immediately after mm-hmm. because I just I really don't like them. And I mean, this is going to sound cocky, but I'm not trying to be. Um, I, I can meet people in person way easier than I can on Tinder or Bumble or whatever. And yeah. some people are just better suited for that. To yeah. Meet one person, right? I think yeah. so. And I just really believe, I, and this isn't necessarily true, but that you're on Bumble or Tinder because you just want to bone. <laughs> and I don't want to just bone well, you. Uh, on that topic, um, when I was doing my research, when I asked a couple ladies, uh, friends of mine, questions in prep for this interview, um, one of them showed me Bumble. Um, yep. And I, I've been on Bumble before, but I guess it's changed. Mm-hmm. And it has a new function where there's like, th- in the one app, there's three functions. There's Bumble Date, Bumble Friends, yeah. and Bumble Networking. And I was looking at it and I was like, Bumble Networking? Like, I'm pretty sure that's just an excuse for a married guy <laughs> yeah. to be on Bumble. And yeah. she's like, no, babe, no, babe. It's networking. Yeah, it's networking. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to network to get work, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, I've, it's, yeah. it's a bizarre place. And I think there's, there's so many flakes on it, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and whoever's on Bumble is ninety percent on Tinder as well. Like they're yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta run that dual app. Yeah. 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 But you're only game. networking on one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so that said, what do you think is the best way to meet people specifically in Vancouver? Ooh. I don't Besides... sliding into their DMs. Ooh, I on hate Instagram. it when you say DM like that. It's weird. Honestly, I... a guy slid into my DMs the other day. And um, I, I I met him, though. I met him in person before. Um, and I actually thought he was, like, really cute. And But I met him when I was with somebody. So I was like, oh, I, you know, right. I got to just, you know, ignore this or whatever. Um, and he slid into my DMs. Stop saying that. <laughs> um, a few weeks ago. But I, and I was like, oh, damn, I'm not ready yet. Like, I am... I'm working on myself for the next little while. That's my goal, just to, you know, that's adorable. Get over my my okay. past stuff and just fix myself, but I was like, you know, I'd I'd love to see you another time. Um, but yeah, so that was a great You know way. the dudes yes. are just going to blow up your Instagram now. Like everyone's going to be sliding in those DMs. People slide into that. the DMs sometimes. It it's not doesn't happen that often. But um, I've said no to all of them. Even oh. the one I really want to go on a date with, I So said, wait, it's the best way, but you've Never. For now, okay. for now, I'm saying no because I'm not ready to go on dates. Self, self, self. I'm, I'm working on myself right now. Um, but, but I just mean in general for singles to meet other singles. What like is is the online method best? I is... always, I've like the one thing for me is like had I worked a regular sort of Monday to Friday job, I would have like I've joined things like mm-hmm. um, I work shift work, so I can't go every Tuesday Thursday to like a thing. It's you know, my hours are kind of all over the place. But I've gone, I've joined meetup groups and gone out to things like that. There's like, my friend and I went on a bus winery tour for like a singles thing a few years back. And 
you know that the people are going that are going to those things are there for the intent of like meeting people and yeah. it's kind of a funner environment in a group not just like one-on-one over an app or whatever mm-hmm. you can actually get more of a sense of the person um the bus tour actually ended up being a bunch of old people it was really weird but um <laughs> some some like sugar daddies in there yeah yeah there was like it was yeah we got free lunch, so I was down. There you go. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think there's all the kinds of meetup groups and stuff, and you know, my sister has done that, things like that. And I think going out and doing the things that you love to do, mm-hmm. hopefully you'll meet somebody that loves to do the same things as you. Like I have a friend that does diving, and she went joined a diving group and met a guy, and they're together. And cool. Yeah. The best rela- yeah. relationships I've had, I've actually met them. Not, um, not they don't work at the same place I work, but mm-hmm. I've interviewed them because um, you know that's what I do. I'm a radio announcer and yeah. a TV. I do TV as well, and I've actually interviewed them. <laughs> my one of my a really good relationship I had um, for like three and a half years. I interviewed him and his band, and um, that's how we met. Yeah. And it seems to me like Were you using that as like a vetting process too? Like you were like weeding <laughs> maybe. out these dudes. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so. That I feel like, yeah, doing something you love, which I love my work. So um, that's kind of a good way to meet people, just mm-hmm. like Janet was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, all that makes sense. I, I do think in terms of efficiency, online dating is and a paid site is probably mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, but certainly you should be enjoying the dating process. right? Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. feel like a chore no matter what you're doing, yeah. whether mm-hmm. you're putting yourself out there in these meetup groups yeah. or whatever, or you're online. Yeah. Um, but staying safe is also very important. Yes. Yes. And uh, Megan, I heard you were like catfished recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, somebody in Halifax messaged me and said, um, your pictures are on, I think it was Plenty of Fish, um, Plenty of Fish here, and the girl is named, naming herself, what was it? Um, it was Ashley or something like that, or Sharon. I can't remember. And um, I was like, WTF like that's obviously not me and I said can you please screenshot all these pictures mm-hmm. in the person's profile and he did and he sent them to me and I was like what the fuck like why is somebody those aren't doing even that? my best photos yeah. <laughs> like how dare you I can't you? even see my boobs in those <laughs> um, yeah so I was like yeah I mean I personally wasn't catfished but yeah. like somebody else is being catfished right now with using my photos yeah interesting yeah so wow. this happened in Halifax so you know I am from Halifax and I know people there so that was not the smartest move they should have done it in like Saskatchewan or something like that yeah for you, you catfishers know? out there those yeah. weirdos yeah. yeah why would you do it in my hometown <laughs> yeah. Halifax is smaller than Vancouver people know me there it was the profile taken down I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, this we guy, don't know what happened. I, uh, this guy said to me, he was like, I'm going to try and go on a date with her. And yeah. he said he scheduled a date with her, but I haven't heard anything since. Yeah. Oh, well, to be continued, you got to find yeah. out what happened. Yeah. Um, I think we are we are good for time here now. Um, first of all, thank you so much for being the yeah. very first guest on This Is Van us. Color. Yay. It's it's a big jump because this thing doesn't even exist in the ether. And for both of you to come out, I, I really do appreciate yeah, it. Of course. Where can people find the book? Where can they find you, the Undateables? And what's next for both of you? That was a drum roll. For me? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the book is available in 14 stores so far in the wow. Lower Mainland. So we're in a lot of the Coles, a lot of the chapters, Indigo. Um, there's Black Bond Books. Black Bond Books. We're available on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, chapters.indigo.ca. We're available at one store Kindle, in Halifax. Nice. Kobo. Yeah, we're available. Oh, e-books as well. 
Yeah, okay, we're heading cool. to Kelowna next week, so it's going to be House in of Kelowna Moda and Vernon. House of Moda in Halifax as yeah. well. Awesome. Um, or you can follow us on at the Undateables, and uh, we can get you a copy as well on Instagram. And, and to be clear, Undateables is spelled the annoying way with the letter. Yeah, U N D number eight, A B L E S. Yeah, perfect. At the Undateables. Uh, and you have some signings coming up locally? Yeah, we're going to be doing a signing in Kelowna um, coming up, and then we've got a signing. July 3rd, July 7th. At, um, I don't know if we want to date ourselves. Oh. Do we? Uh, yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're putting this out right away. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. July 7th, we're going to be at Brentwood, Brentwood Mall, Coles, and then September, September 1st. 1st, Grandview Corners in South Surrey, Morgan Crossing. And we've got many more yeah. to come, I'm sure. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be the summer of signings. Yeah. 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 And hand cramps. Have yeah. you, and one last question. Have you had people that you don't know come up to you or email you or slide into your DMs about <laughs> the book? And what's the reception uh, been like so far? Yeah, kind of. It's been really good. Yeah. I think people have been just like really, I mean, I don't know if it's just because they, I don't know if everyone will be like this. I hope everyone just thinks it's a great book and a great idea. And it seems like they do. They seem to like it. Mm -hmm. They seem to be like, listen, I read this book and oh my God, this stuff happened to me too. I have some stories you can use for your yeah, next book. Why didn't you ask me? Oh, yeah. we did. We reached out. We did ask all of you. You didn't believe we'd actually yeah. write a book on yeah. it. Yeah, That's awesome. Well, yeah. ladies, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your story. And congratulations on your soon-to-be best-selling book. Yes. Girl, it's not you. It's definitely him. We're going to be giving away a free copy of this book. And it's going to be signed as well uh, on our Instagram. So hopefully you will uh, sign up for that contest. Yeah. Janet Reynolds, Megan Edwards, collectively known as the Undateables. It's been a blast. And I certainly hope you'll be back. We definitely. Will. Thanks, Mo. And it's not you. It's, it's definitely oh. him, but it's not you. Okay. Yeah, it's not you. <laughs> the other him. Got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm Mo Amir telling you that in a city where you can be anything, be colorful. This is Van Color. Peace. Peace. Peace.